Hi, I'm Iris Muller. I'm a certified rehabilitation counselor and a proud mom of two children, one of whom has quadriplegic cerebral palsy and is nonverbal. And I'm Alma Schneider, a licensed clinical social worker and the proud mom of four children, one of whom has Prader-Willi syndrome. In this podcast, we discuss the uncensored truth about raising kids with disabilities. Prepare to laugh, cry, and hopefully learn something new. This is Two Moms No Fluff. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Two Moms No Fluff, where we discuss all things related to parenting children with disabilities. I'm Alma Schneider, and I'm here with my lovely friend and partner, Iris Meller. And uh, thank you for tuning in. We are so appreciative of everyone who is listening to our podcast, and uh, we just have a lot to share. So we're very happy that you're here to listen. Iris, would you like to let everyone know about our topic for the day? Yes, yes. I'm very excited because this is a very exciting episode for Alma and myself. This is our one-year celebration episode. And we just want to remind all of you, if you don't remember or don't know, our first episode dropped on January 1st. And today is December 31st. And we're closing a year of 52 episodes, weekly episodes that we dropped like a clock every Saturday <laughs> before you guys even woke up and uh, this is a great achievement for us so we thought that we'll just do a yearly review and kind of summarize this year and this process and share it all with you. Yep yep it's been quite a year one that we didn't expect uh, to be doing this if you had asked us before Last year, we would have been like, oh, we couldn't do a podcast for 52 episodes and have everything else that we deal with in our lives. But guess what? We disability moms are quite, uh, we're resilient, we're strong, we're motivated, we're reliable, we're responsible, and uh, a lot more things, quite attractive as well. (laughs) And we are, we're here to show you that Whatever we put our minds to, we can we can accomplish, right? Right, Iris. Yeah, I think so. I think this uh, podcast was a way for Ama and myself to not only kind of celebrate the achievements as uh, parents of children with disabilities, but to share some of the experiences with our audience and to try to do something for the better good. And we thought that this would be a way that we can maybe support other parents in some of those parts of our journey that Mm -hmm. seem to be very lonely and isolating Mm -hmm. and by maybe exposing our part or how it felt to be us in that journey we can make it more user-friendly or easier for another mom somewhere out there and dad and dad (laughs) Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, there have been struggles with um, how much to divulge at times, you know, how transparent we want to be to share our private life. Um, and oftentimes when it felt a little uncomfortable to do that, you know, at least for me, Iris, I felt like I have felt as though if something's uncomfortable for me to think about sharing, then that's exactly what we need to be sharing because other people might need to hear that you know, or the struggle of, of privacy, um, of, of letting other people in on our dirty little secrets or our, 
the struggles that we have that we might feel bad about, that that's exactly what we need to be sharing with people so that they don't feel you know, sh shame or pain when they have these thoughts or have these actions that we're all in this together. We all need to support each other and to normalize these feelings that might feel like ugly feelings or um, actions that we're not, we might not feel proud of, but that they're real and they're, they're healthy and that they're, you know, it's who we are and it's how we're dealing with things. Because until we can really discuss the struggles and this kind of alternative lifestyle, we're not going to be able to progress. We're not going to be able to move forward for ourselves or for our children. So, you know, that's always been a little reminder to me when something feels uncomfortable sharing. It's like, okay, I have to plow through this and really make an effort to share this in a way that's comfortable enough for me, but that will, you know, the greater good is that we're helping other people with our information. Yeah, I think that this is one of the things that I'm most proud of <laughs> during this year and the podcast, because some of those episodes were like really revealing. We told our audience a lot of things that are, I consider very, very private. I don't share it in normal kind of conversations, uh, maybe with good friends, but not with the general public. And the fact that we were able to kind of, kind of, <laughs> I guess... <laughs> go through it and just uh, share it with an unknown body of listeners. I think that's one of the things that I am very proud of. And I think this is what sets us maybe a part of many other podcasts that looks at the beautiful parts of parenting children with disabilities and kind of beautifying everything and uh, making the, the um, uh, experience as a spiritual journey in which we are learning and developing which is nice there there and are also true yeah there are times that i also feel like that but we also wanted to share the hard surface the things that are sometimes rubbing you the wrong way the difficult times the lonely times the struggles and uh, we really opened up and shared our personal experience but i know that uh, from some of the comments from listeners that this is where you know it hits home most for the people that are listening in yeah it's really important that we that we create community and you know as as many of you know i've been hosting a group for well over a decade. And for me, this was, um, this opportunity to do a podcast is really like creating a group that has this intimate feeling like the group that takes place in my kitchen and, you know, on the Zooms in our, in our local area and bring it to the world. Because with a podcast, you can help the world and you can, you know, have community with the world. So, that has been very gratifying for me to, because we, our group uh, in Montclair is so very special and so meaningful. And I've always felt like, God, I wish that everybody could have a group like ours. And by doing the podcast, that's what we've kind of created. We've, we've developed this into a, a global community of people dealing with very similar feelings and thoughts and, and behaviors. Yeah, and that being said, I want to mention that it's very, very important for us that people do comment and give us a, a good rating because this is what propels the podcast forward. And as much as it appears higher in the rating, more parents can listen in and get uh, the information that is sometimes hard to find. And also that many of the topics in the podcast are so relevant, no matter which country you're from. If you're a, a mother and just got a new diagnosis for your child in India, 
the experience might be very similar to how it is in uh, Israel or in the US. It's just uh, we all have the sky fall on us on that day and um, the the process is, you know, it, it's Universal. a little bit different in different culture, but the essence of it is the same for all of us. And I think that in a way, having also the online support group on uh, Facebook and having the option for people to contact us through the website opens the doors to make connections that are wider than our close circle community where we live. Yeah. Can you explain how people can give a review? Because not everybody knows how to give a rating or review. Yes. So um, wherever you guys are listening to the podcast or if you guys are on YouTube, there is an opportunity there in that, uh, let's say, Spotify or iPodcast or uh, wherever it is that you're listening, Pandora, whatever, you can uh, uh, click on a button to rate the, the podcast and or rate the specific episode that you are listening to. And uh, please do write comments, give us a five-star rating. This really helps us uh, again uh, to reach more parents and more uh, audience groups. And I think that the comments that we got from some people, people that we never met before, and uh, I don't know how they heard about the podcast. It's just that this is the, I guess, the power in our engine because it means so much to us to know that uh, we're just not spilling kind of all of our beans of our lives uh, in front <laughs> of everybody, but it has a meaning to someone else. It does support, it does help another uh, parent out there. So thank you. Yes, absolutely. Um, so I have a question for you, Iris. What was your favorite episode to do? Do you have hmm. one? Hmm. I have a few favorites <laughs> for many different reasons. I yeah, think, uh, yeah, I think my my favorite. Uh, I'll say the top three. Okay, that okay. <laughs> uh, uh, the favorite uh, for me is the dealing with medical professionals. Because no matter what is your child's disability, this is a big portion of our life dealing with medical professionals. And mm -hmm. even this week, I had like an interesting interaction. So uh, there is so much for uh, whoever is in the medical profession, whether it's a, a PT, an OT, an actual neurologist or a, a different uh, developmental pediatrician, whatever it is, to learn about how to better handle the interaction with parents of children with disability. This is just a, a field that needs to be studied more and invested in. And there is a lot that we can do to improve that contact to better the lives of our children and to better the outcomes for our children. Uh, so this is one of the topics that um, I was really close to heart when we talked about that. Mm -hmm. And the other two that uh, are very meaningful to me were the episodes about uh, educational choices and communication, because I think these are the two maybe biggest aspects uh, in my kind of parenting journey of uh, Karen, my daughter with the, the disability. Um, one was something that um, is important to me because I really helped uh, Karen and with Karen's help developed a method for her to communicate in a nonverbal way. And I thought that this would be a topic that would come 
um, into play in many, many of the other episodes, but for some reason it didn't quite make it there. <laughs> there were many other important topics, but the episode about communication touches a bit about how we did that kind of magical journey of acquiring language without words. And the other uh, episode was about the education that um, obviously we chose a, a special journey, especially for Karen in terms of her education uh, doing the unschooling uh, route, which is not very common even for typical children, uh, let alone for uh, a kid with such a complex disability. And I think that uh, I was really happy to share a little bit about what unschooling is and what unschooling meant for our daughter specifically. And those are my favorite things. <laughs> what are yours, Alma? Now I'm I, curious. I have, I have some too. And I really learned a lot from you from those particular episodes that you just mentioned. Uh, funny enough, I have a few that uh, are not any of those that you just mentioned. So we mm. each have our different interests, I guess. Um, I think that one of my favorite episodes, even though it was the hardest, one of the hardest ones to do was the new diagnosis one. And the reason why that is so meaning that one is so meaningful to me is because that was so incredibly traumatic for me and was the worst time of my entire parenting journey that to be able to share my true thoughts and feelings during that time with other parents is very meaningful to me because uh, I hope that it, it allowed people to kind of exhale and say, oh my God, I'm not the only one that felt this way. Um, there was a lot of shame and a lot of pain in there that people feel, I, I've spoken to many parents who feel these things, but nobody really talks about it. So it was very important for me, uh, to, for us to have that episode and to, to hopefully have people have that really resonate for people. So that was one of my, uh, that was one of the most powerful ones to me. Um, another episode that I really loved, um, was the silver linings episode, um, because, there are so many positive things about having a child with additional needs that people don't think about. They just think, oh my God, their life is so sad and horrible and they pity us. And it's like, well, actually I might have a much richer life than you do. Um, and I'm going to tell you why. So the silver linings episode I thought was really, it really uplifted me for us to even just talk about it during the podcast episode. It was very uplifting for me and hopefully it was for, for other people. We won't know unless you comment. So don't forget to comment on that episode and all the other ones. Um, and I would say lastly, uh, the episode on finding your community. I love that one because I'm a, I'm a natural born networker and connector. And I just feel like if you don't have, you know, finding your community will allow you to have the emotional foundation to to continue on on this very arduous journey at times. And if you have that community in place, it is going to help you with every aspect of parenting a child with extra needs. So that one I really enjoyed um, sharing, you know, our stories about finding community. Because um, I just feel like it's so, you know, all those three episodes were just are just so important in my life that if even you know one person heard those episodes and uh, benefited from them in some way, it's worth it. 
Wow. Alma, it's kind of interesting. Uh, I love those episodes too, but I didn't think of like <laughs> rating them as my favorite. So that's nice that yeah. you mentioned them. Yeah. And um, I want to mention now something very, very profound that I learned from you this year. Oh. Alma, in this uh, <laughs> podcasting journey here, has taught me the slogan, perfect is the enemy of the good. And this entire year, we carried through with that slogan in mind, especially <laughs> because I took upon myself the editing portion of our podcast. And I am so technologically challenged. It's just a joke to me that I'm the one responsible for editing. And I want to take this opportunity a year into this 52 episodes to apologize for everyone who listened to an episode with an editing glitch. And you all know that I had a few like that. So Hopefully. I... Uh, <laughs> With the, spirit, <laughs> with the spirit of Alma's perfect is the enemy of the good. I hope that you forgive me for that. I'll try to improve next year, but it was a learning curve and I am still learning how to do a better job with that. Oh I, uh, I have you to be held that... on a pedestal for, for figuring out how to do that because I was too overwhelmed to even attempt that. So kudos <laughs> to you for, for taking that editing on. Well, kudos for you to, for taking on social media with a storm. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the funny thing that I joined Facebook this year in favor of the podcast. So that was quite a transition for me too. <laughs> yes. Well, you got to be on, you got to be on some of these platforms. Um, what was your, what was the hardest thing for you about doing the podcast? Um, I think, um, probably like the editing I just uh, that recording was always a joy uh, just having those conversations with you Alma and mm -hmm. I have to admit that I learn something new every time I have a conversation with you and it's just such a pleasure Me too. And Me too. I could honestly recommend the podcast to anyone just because I think you're quite a star and there is so much um, that uh, you have to share you have so much experience both uh, professionally and uh, as a mother with the four four children again one that has a disability but the experience with the others just shines through uh, as you talk and also the experience from um, the support group it's just uh, the magnitude of having a, about 400 other parents and their disability life kind of reflect through your experiences that has been a tremendous uh, I guess, uh, learning experience for me. I don't know what was the original question. Because... Oh, I said, what did you like least? And you said, uh, you turned it into something positive uh, about I'm me, sorry. which I appreciate. But um, you said the editing. The editing was the hardest. Yeah, the, edit hard. the editing was hard. And I think uh, it was totally worth it just to, to be on the podcast and to... Um, um, and to make it happen, I didn't think that we'll survive the full uh, year because it was, again, it's just something, a work of love, something that we did as a volunteer job. We didn't add any ads to our podcast. We didn't charge anyone for listening to all of those conversations. We just wanted to do it for the greater, greater good. And, um, and sometimes it was like, wow, it's hours on end. Why are we even doing it? But those those conversations, the actual recordings are so much fun with you, Alma, that it made it worthwhile. <laughs> oh, and I am so glad to hear that. I, too, learned something from you every episode and every time I talk to you because you are a 
huge vat of knowledge. <laughs> you know so much about so many things and you are truly the most incredible advocate that I that I have ever met. And I really, um, I will confess that selfishly, I just am so thrilled aside from the podcast that I, after you moved away, I was so devastated because proximity is very helpful when you have a busy life and you move to Michigan from New Jersey. So the fact that I get to talk with you almost every day is pretty awesome that I, I, I feel like I, I, I rediscovered my awesome friend and got to, to, uh, have a renaissance of our of our relationship and our friendship it's just so awesome how often does that happen where somebody moves away and you get to deal with them way more than you ever did before when they lived a few blocks away from you so that has been a huge blessing for me and um you know hard thing, I, hard thing. don't forget i know i know i'm a, i'm about to get to it um the hard thing is um that uh you know that the only thing that is a little hard, and again, it's not even that hard, is, you know, having my family members listen to some of this, um, if they ever do, and uh, feel uncomfortable about it. But I've worked very hard to try to um, convey information in a respectful manner. Um, but it's, you know, it's a it's a risk. It's a risk. and. Um, that's the only, I, I wouldn't even call that negative because I feel like the good outweighs the discomfort and the discomfort is not about divulging negative things about, you know, our families. It's really, everything really has been about society and how these feelings and thoughts and behaviors show up because we have internalized, um, you know, bias from society and and that's the sad part. And it doesn't need to, we, you know, we hope for a day when we don't have that internalized, you know, prejudice or shame or concerns um, because it does come from society. So I don't really have such a negative thing. Um, that's the, that's as negative as it gets. I have thoroughly enjoyed this year of telling our stories and sharing, knowing that it's helping people. Um, and we're, you know, we're very excited. We're moving on to, in addition to the podcast, some some very exciting uh, ventures that are we are we talking about it now? We're holding off. Yeah, I, we for sure can talk about it. I yeah. think all of our listeners, or well, the the members of our Facebook group are all aware. So, <laughs> yeah. So we have started. Um, you know, last year we started a company simultaneously uh with the podcast because very quickly after starting the podcast we realized that we need to this information is not just for parents of kids with disabilities it's for people who come into contact with people who have children with disabilities and who better than large companies and small companies uh who deal with employees who have children with disabilities to be more supportive and inclusive of those employees so that they can can have as little stress as possible in their work lives, which obviously leaks into their home life. So we started a company called one in six consulting.com. And one in six is the number of children who have disabilities, believe it or not, one in six children has a disability. So that is a huge number of 
parents who were employed by companies and schools and, and religious organizations employed by any by anybody. Um, one in six parents has a child with a disability. So we are doing trainings. We're going into companies, law firms, schools, uh, social work crediting uh, organizations. And we are just sharing information on how to better in, uh, support employees who have children with disabilities in all aspects of the work life. So we're very, very excited about that. And we hope you'll reach out to us if your company or a company that you know of um, would be interested in these kinds of trainings. We hope that every organization and company would be interested in these kinds of trainings because it's sort of uh, the, you know, disability as uh, I don't know where this quote came from, but my friend said it, and I've said it before, disability is the uninvited guest to the social justice table. And there's so much uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion work and, and human resources work that deals with gender and race and microaggressions and employees who have disabilities, but nobody's dealing with the, the diversity that goes on in a company of parents who are parenting children with extreme needs. So we really wanna bring this to the forefront for the world and um, really try to make lives better for, for parents of children with disabilities, which will in turn affect the children who have disabilities and their families and their communities. Wow, um, I couldn't have said it better myself. That was amazing. I think uh, this is one of the challenges of the podcast, right? Because everything that I can say, Alma can say it more eloquently <laughs> and in English that everybody can understand. Oh my goodness. All of well, our I'm listeners. Sure that if it was in Hebrew, you would have blown me out of the water. <laughs> I know all of our listeners were exposed this year to Hebrew, which is an odd combination of Hebrew and English, which I speak fluently. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I am uh, very, very excited really about the, the work that we do in addition to this podcast that is basically like a gift to everybody. The, um, the company One in Six Consulting is bringing really a product to companies and is trying to uh, equal the playing field for the parents that are such incredible employees because we know that parents of children with disabilities know how to improvise, do conflict resolution on the spot. They can split attention. They are excellent at, uh, at resilience and able to just persevere with very hard uh, circumstances. And these are employees that every company would love to have and every company needs to support so they have better retention of those excellent individuals. Uh, Alma and my job is to to bring this conversation to the forefront. We're doing really, as you said, a lot about uh, uh, race and gender and ethnicity, but very little about disability and even less about uh, parenting and what it means to be a parent caregiver. So I am um, I'm very, very excited, not just about what we achieved so far with the podcast, but what we achieved in one in six consulting and the what's about to come in the years uh, ahead. Um, all in all, I want to, again, thank you, Alma, for all that you do for the disability community, for parents of children with disabilities, and uh, that it's been a pleasure to record this podcast with you so far, and we're still going. And uh, I want to thank all of our listeners for joining us on this journey, for those who supported us, who gave us comments, who gave us suggestions for improvement, 
and ideas for episodes to record. We really, really appreciate all of that. And we hope you'll continue kind of joining in and letting us know how and what we can do better and what we need to do more of. So thank you. And I'm really excited and looking forward to continuing in 2023. Alma. Me yeah. too. And I want to thank you, Iris, for sharing all your stories and for being the best podcast partner ever. I think that there should be an award for the best podcast part partner and on the uh, in the podcast arena. I would <laughs> give it to you. I would give it to you. You thank are you. full of useful information, always with a smile on your face. And when you don't have a smile on your face, I really appreciate it because you're real. Uh, <laughs> I just want to, some of you out there might be thinking, God, what else are they going to talk about? They've covered so many issues, 52 issues. And guess what? When Iris and I first met up to talk about doing this podcast, we sat down in a hotel room to think of episodes that we would do. And within a couple of hours off the top of our heads, we came up with the 52 episodes. So there are so many episodes to come. There are so many topics to cover. So we hope that you'll continue tuning in uh, to listen. And again, as Iris, you mentioned, let us know if you have ideas about uh, a topic that you don't feel is typically covered, let us know because we wanna, we're here for you, all right? So thank you again. Have a wonderful new year. And we will be back soon with more episodes of Two Moms No Fluff, the uncensored and often irreverent podcast about raising children with disabilities. For more information, please go to www.twomomsnofluff.com. Thank you. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and give it a five-star rating so more people can hear it. Thank you.